Welcome to our team. This is Saratoga Best. We are in the days of um, Cholomoid Sukkot, and we're sitting looking at the Srach, and we want to know what exactly is in the Srach. And it says in Maimarim, today is the day of the Tzemach Tzedek, it says in Maimarim that the Srach comes from the cloud of Katiris in the Kaidish Kadeshim on Yom Kippur. And to explain it in a very simple way, because we're going to then pull it all together, person, by definition, a Jew by definition, is downloaded, has his factory installed download that what he wants to do is a mitzvah, is holiness. That's the factory installed level of the of the soul. And therefore, for us to do a sin, we need to kind of have some very strong external energy, really work on us, you know, 80,000 horsepower, so to speak, to get us to override our natural instinct. Our natural soul instinct is factory installed. I want to do a mitzvah. I want to, serve, I want to be one with Hashem. I never want to be disconnected. The idea of being disconnected to me is suicidal, is horrific, is nauseating, disgusting, vomited, etc. So to override the natural instinct, like Lahazo, naturally, I want to eat cheese dishes all day long. But to override it, somebody gives me a fancy diet, Lahazo. So to override the instinct that my soul wants to do holiness and be one with Hashem, it takes a lot of passion. Stuff pumped in from the outside. Takes them, you know, it's a hard thing and all that and real stuff. Pump it in and somehow I override my natural instinct. So that means there's a lot of passion there involved in doing a sin. And then comes Yom Kippur. And all of that is brought into tshuva. All the passion, except the sinning part, gets cleaned up, thrown away, you know, just pop that one out, pop that piece out and throw it away, or just transform it. So now what you have, all, all of the children being brought into the base of Mikdash, to the Kayin Gadol, who goes into the Kaidish Ekdashim, carrying all of our tshuva, with all of its passion. That's, that's, that's a passionate load he's got in his hand, so to speak. And he takes the Kataris, the, the incense, he brings the Katiris there on the inner Mizbeach. He brings it, in, he, he brings it into the, the Holy of Holies, the Kaidish Kedashim. And there's passion in there. Massive. Of all, all Jewish people. Massive. Minus the nasty piece. And when it's brought on the Mizbeach, it makes, it creates a smoke. With all the explanations that we won't go into now of, you know, how fire, this and that, all, it creates a smoke. It creates smoke. It creates a cloud. A physical cloud, and it's obviously a spiritual cloud. Up, there, up, going towards the ceiling of the Kaidish Kedashim, the Holy of Holies. What's in that cloud? Spiritually? Unbelievable tshuva. Unbelievable feeling that feeling of I want to get back to the thing that 
I passionately desire with my whole soul. And everybody's, it's everybody's feeling of that. It's a lot of stuff in that cloud. That's a cloud. We could say in that cloud, there is the Jewish people's longing to be closer and closer and closer, more and more and more in a oneness with Hashem. Not just even close, like Carbonus, but Katyrus. In this union, deeper and deeper and deeper in this union with Hashem. There's enormous longing there, and enormous passion and energy going up into that cloud. It's an incredible cloud, obviously. If you could only get your hands on that cloud, you're in that cloud. Then that's you and your ideal self. When you don't let all the other stuff get in the way, but you let, you know, the cloud unmasked, yourself unmasked. And there it is. What a cloud. What a spiritual energy in that cloud. If only I could get my hands on that cloud. Wow. What would I do this year? Who would I be? That's me and my most incredible, passionate, unbridled, creative, expansive self. Whoa. Plus, 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 plus. That's it. Gula's in that cloud. Not just me and my project. Gula's in that cloud. But so that's the good news. There's not such good news as it's up there and it's in the Kaidish Kadashim. I can't even go into the Kaidish Kadashim. That's the tough news. And it's also up there. Here's the good news. The energy, the kayak of that cloud transfers over into the schach of the sukkah. As it says, you know, the, the sukkah, the schach of the sukkah comes from the cloud of the Kaidish Kadashim on Yom Kippur. So guess what? There we go again. <clears throat> in that cloud, in the schaf now is everything I just said about the cloud. Only in the cloud in the Kaddish Kaddishim, I couldn't see it. It was concealed. It wasn't revealed to me. It was all in there, packed in. Can't really access it. In the schach, everybody can see it. You know it's there. You feel that it's there. You sit in the sukkah. The sukkah becomes a sukkah. Four walls are four walls. But the sukkah becomes a sukkah because of the schach. You look up at the schach and you realize, there it is. Me, all of us, Geula, packed into that schach. There it is. All the potential. All the potential for this to be the year, unamazing year. It's up there. That's the amazing news. And again, the tough news is, but it's up there and I can't touch it higher than my head. I'm not that tall. Now back to the good news. So I sit down in the sukkah and I say the bracha leshe basukkah and boom, that energy from the schach comes down into my life, into the sukkah. Now it's no longer up there. It's down here available. And I even take it further. I do the mitzvah, the dalad. I sit in the sukkah. I do things in the sukkah. And I learn about sukkah, and I do all of this. And then I do the Dalad Minim, the Mitzvah, no, the, the Lula Beshog, etc. And I not only pull it, not just pulling it down, but bringing it deeply into myself. Klita, integrating it into my very core. Now I can become, we can become, life can become, the world can become, history can become Gula. So that's where we're up to. 
right now in history. That's what happens. And together with the simcha, everything becomes activated. But, and what we're going to look into now in the minor is the following. Um, there's a tremendous darkness that also goes along with this whole thing. There's a huge amount of darkness in the world, etc., probably the greatest darkness we ever had in the world, and all surrounding the darkness means, oh, sorry, one more point. The sukkah with this chach, it says, the halacha says that the sukkah has to have more, it's made for shade. There has to be more shade than sun in the sukkah. So that's chach, a lot of it. And it, it makes it, I know that when, you know, when we put up the sukkah outside the dining room, kind of a little bit dark in, in the house, but then we put the schach on, it's really dark. Can't see? Very dark. Because the schach makes, it creates a lot of shade. The shade means it's concealed. You know, why do you want shade? Hide the sun. Block the sun. Too shade, too sunny. So the sukkah is all about having a lot of shade. Both have a little sun, but a lot of shade. Concealment. You know, block, block. Sun is like open, shiny revelation. Shade means you don't want to have that open block, open, shiny revelation. That's what the sukkah is about. We just said it's an amazing place. And now we're saying, Valacha says, it's made for shade. For concealment. I don't get it. So here's the answer. Here's the last paragraph of a long liner. <clears throat> the purpose of all of this, of the shade, of the darkness, of all this concealment that we're going through historically now, all of this stuff is that the level of uh, what's it called, steaming to cold steaming, uh, I have to find it again, um, steam to cold steaming. This level of the concealed of all concealment. Stima de Colstinen. The whole point is, we're talking about a deep, deep level. Where do you think this stima, this, this hidden secret, this amazing, these amazing hidden secrets, the level stima de Colstinen? What's good about it? You kidding? In the secrets are all the goodies. In the dark darkness that we're experiencing now, there are incredible secrets about, about truth and life and the oneness of Hashem and how to reveal the oneness of Hashem in the entire world and have Geula. It's all in there. It's all packed in. So why does Hashem give it to us? What do you mean? Because all the goodies are in that concealed level. So is it this level, this concealed level where all the secrets are concealed, you know, up there in the schach, up there in the cloud of the cloud in the Kaidish tradition? We should never get have access to it? No. The whole point is it should come down here into the world. the When did it come down on sukkah? How? To the schach of the sukkah. And it comes from the sukkah that's made for shade. Yomam. Yinyinatelhu, hamshachu, sima, the kolstimin. What is shade? A sukkah is made for shade. You have to have a lot of shade in the sukkah. What is shade? The idea of shade spiritually is bringing down sima, the kolstimin. Pulling down this secret 
mystical, deep level. That's the union of the shade. When we talk about the sukkah is made for shade, the sukkah is a place of deep secrets. The schach is a place of deep, deep, deep hidden secrets. And that's why the sukkah, made especially through putting up the schach, is dafka for shade, has to have shade. That's the abode of the deep mystical secrets about truth. We're in a time now where there's a battle in his, historically and in America between the world of lies and the world of truth, fake news and real news. All of the secrets about real truth are within the shade of the sukkah, the place of the hidden mysticism. Because at such a deep level, this deep stima de kosimin, this it's such a deep level with such deep mystical secrets that it can't be pulled down other than through concealment. How are you going to see it? Not by seeing it openly. Your eyes are not anywhere attuned to be able to see it openly. It has to be by not seeing it. Interesting. This is a year. How did we have Shaifer going and Hashem wanting to be king over the world this year and it comes through Shaifer? By not blowing Shaifer on the first day of, of Rosh Hashanah this year. It's a year when the thing that makes Hashem create the world for another year, the Shaifer, we Dafka didn't do it. And Hashem told us not to do it. It's by not doing the thing that you need to do, by not seeing what you need to see, something incredible happens. Because Shemesh Elohim, the sun, we're talking about the sun, there's a sheet over the sun, and the level of Havaya Hashem in his miraculous way comes through Elohim, comes through nature, and there's a concealment. Nature conceals Hashem's really miraculous self. Just like or the light of the sun in order that it should shine and be received in the world. Imagine, sun has to shine. And the sun has to shine on the world, and the world has to want the sun to shine. How does it work? There has to be a covering over the sun. If there weren't a covering over a cover over the sun, if the sun were to shine on the world, the world would probably last a billy second, and then it would burn up to a crisp. So then there wouldn't be a world. So in order, it's a catch-22. In order for the sun to shine in the world, it has to really tone itself down. You know, like, can you just turn down the volume a little bit? Because otherwise, you know, well, I want you to hear the music. Yeah, I know, but if you keep that up for about two hours, everybody will be um, hard of hearing, and no one will hear it anyway. So either turn it down or there won't be anybody, any ears left that can hear it. Either turn down the, the, the amplitude of the of the sun or because it's going to just burn up the world in a split second, God forbid. Otherwise, there won't be a world to receive the light. So there's a covering over the sun. Dafka. So that means that the shining of the sun comes because of the covering. The covering makes it shine and be acceptable in the world. Meaning, the same thing spiritually. In order that the light of Havaya should shine and be received in the world by the, cre- by the creation, has to come to Shem Elohim. In order for us to relate to Hashem as he is 
out of the box, miraculous, beyond the rules, etc. We need to have the rules of nature that kind of cover him up, tone down the whole thing. Otherwise, we would cease to exist. Dafter, as it says in Shari Yechud, and Shari Yechud Zemunah, it says in, as the author of it says, in Shari Yechudim Ramun, in Shari That what, what does the author of it say? That creations are not able to receive the light, Hashem's light, of Shem Havaya, other than through a concealment of Shem Havakim, Dafka. And this, and this concealment is actually a concealment of revelation. Is it a concealment? No, it's really a revelation. What do you mean? Why is it a revelation? It's a concealment. There's a cover. That's not a cover. That's a revelation. What do you mean? That's a revelation. That's not a cover. No, that's a cover. That's a... In or again, in order that the revelation of shame, the re- revelation of shame Havaya will come into the world, boom, everything will be gone. So the cover comes along and makes us be able to receive it's revelation of Shema Vayas. So the cover is really the thing that's making the whole revelation happen. It's not, re- it, it's a fake, it's like fake news. It's a fake cover. It's not a cover that really wants to cover. It's a cover that just, that really wants to make sure we can see the revelation. It's a telem of Gilead. And what happens when you have this cover of revelation? By the days that you have some shakas in the Dakotin. But when you have the cover, then you can't have the then 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 you can't have you know this secret of secret of secret visible. It's covered. How are you gonna see it? You know, it's kind of if somebody, you know, if you're walking down the street with somebody who whispers all the time and they're really whispering very quietly, you know, let's say, you know, a tall person is walking with a very short child and the child is very shy and they whisper all the time and this big truck passes by, you know, and you're anyway a senior citizen. There's no way you're going to hear what the child is saying. Very subtle, soft sound. You're not going to hear it. It's an amazing sound. They may be saying amazing things. You're not going to hear it. It's just blocked out. It's just blocked out by the noise. And therefore, so the same thing, this deep secret level, mystical level is amazing, but how are you going to hear it? How are you going to see it? How are you going to experience it? And yet it's the very thing that we need for Gaula. So therefore, when the sun, when there's more sun, Therefore, in the sukkah, we're going back to the sukkah. When there's more sun than shade, the sukkah is puzzled. It's not kosher. When there's more, too much revelation, sukkah's time, we just finished Yom Kippur. We just exploded the world with Geula, never turning back. Where do we go from there? Just four days preparing for sukkah, and then boom, sukkah. It's enough that we blow the cover on this incredible thing that happened on Yom Kippur by dancing and singing. That's already wow. But besides that, 
Now you're gonna now you're gonna bring all of that into the schach, and everybody's gonna be able to see it. If there's too much revelation, you know, we just came from, well, I don't know, I just came from fasting. Don't give me a steak and French fries. So we just we just came from Yom Kippur. Something magnificent happened. Geula. We're not ready for so much visible light. So we're not ready for a sukkah where there's so much visible light, so much visible sunlight denoting so much visible spiritual light. What you have to have is a little bit of sunlight, a little bit of visibility into the deep reality that has come into the world. But mostly you have to have it concealed, you know, behind the cover, you know, um, you know, in, in, concealed. The way to pull down this deep level, deep mystical level, and bring it into the world, this mystical level of Sina de Kolstinin, is specifically through shade. Complete concealment. It's there, but you don't see it. It's shady. There's the sun. I know there's the sun, but I don't see it. There's the revelation, but I don't see it. And what happens? Excuse me, what happens then? And then through this, when it's covered enough, then then that deep mystical reality is able to come down. So, and what is it called? Deep, deep, the deepest light in the, in the deepest darkness. That's why you, you have to see the stars through the schach. The Alter Rebbe, it seems that the Alter Rebbe was very much that they would put schach on the sukkah, and the Alter Rebbe would say, put more and more and more and more thick covering of schach, and, but you're supposed to be able to see the stars. So the Alter Rebbe would say that there should be one little part of the sukkah where you can see through and you can see the stars. You have to be able to see the stars for it to be a kosher sukkah, Remember, the sukkah is where it's all happening now. The gullus is turning into gula. The whole gula, no, the whole gula is being revealed, openly revealed. The whole world will sit in one sukkah. We're all going to experience a shemuchadu shmoyochad. We're all going to experience enod novadus within the embrace of Hashem. Some need to, some have, some need to have some <laughs> work done before they're ready to see that, and others are more ready. You know, there are the nations of the world, and they need some uh, cosmetic surgery plus, or it's called Bureau. So, and then we're all going to sit together, unmasked, without masks, you know, right? In, in the sukkah, again, with the teachers and the leaders, the yidden, teaching everybody, for bringing with everybody in this giant sukkah. And they won't let us stop the rain. We'll just say, wow, you guys, how long have you guys been learning this? Is that like 3,333 years? They're like, oh, wow, that's, that's so fascinating. How come, how come we didn't know about it? Um, you, 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 you didn't let us? We didn't? Uh, no. What did we say to you? Oh, you said off with their heads. Oh, right. Sorry. Oh, so sorry. Well, if we had known it was this amazing, we would have asked you to teach us. Yeah. Sorry you woke up so late. 
right? Three, 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 three years a little bit late, but better late than never. <laughs> so we have to have stars that are seen through the schach, the schach which has my golem, my perfect self, this longing for Hashem, this union with Hashem, the world's union with Hashem, all of that stuff in the schach, but it has to, it has to also have stars seen through it, because because the sun and the moon are from the fourth um, rakia, and the stars are from the uh, Taman south. No, what's Taman? So, again, the sun and the moon come from the fourth rakia, the fourth firmament, and the stars come from the firmament called Tmina'a. I connected to Taman, the south, the south, the south side, the whatever the implications are that, but the rakia that's called Tmina'a, as is brought out in the Zayar. And the difference between the rakia Tmina'a and the seven rakim, the firmament above the earth, the heavenly firmament. There are the seven firmaments going higher and higher. And then there's the firmament, the rakia, that's called rakia tmina'a. What's the difference between those seven and the one that's called tmina'a? The eighth rakia is not, I guess, so there's the seven, and then there's the eighth one, tmina'a. The eighth rakia is not in the accounting of, of all the rakias, of all the firmaments. Because the seven firmaments, heavenly firmaments, are hishtalshlus. has to do with nature. You know, the sun and the moon, so all that stuff, sun and the moon, it's there, it's directing nature, the laws of nature. And the eighth firmament, the eighth rakia, is above hishtalshlus. So it's dealing with a totally different energy. It's above nature. It's above the rules of nature. It's, it's a place where everything's out of the box. And in the Indian of Spheris, that's the sphere of Bina. The eighth one is the sphere of Bina. In the sphere of Bina, there's the revelation of Atik. It's a place of very great mystical revelation. And that's why stars have to be seen through the schach. Because you need to have a spiritual flow that's above Hishtalshlus from the level of Atik coming into your sukkah through your schach. With everything that we said that's embodied in the schach from the cloud of the Katyrus and the base and Midrash and the Kaidish Kaddish and the place of one, 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 one Kayan Gadol, one place, one time of the year, the, 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 the measurements are one Amma by one Amma in the, in the Kaidish Kaddish and everything's one, 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 one unity, one union with Hashem, all of this and everything transferred over now to the sukkah and we're sitting in it and looking up at the schach. And in this schach and through the schach, you have to have atik, deep mystical level, coming down through the schach into your life, into your sukkah, and into your life. Atik, from the eighth firmament, the eighth rakia. The stars, connected to the stars. 
Not the sun and the moon, but connected to the stars. And the same thing, the Gashmis. Even though the stars look very small, you know, you look up and they're teeny tiny little twinkle, twinkle, those things. Little twinkly things. You know, how does anybody do it in arts and crafts? Like little twinkles. They're so cute. But obviously they're not small up there. In truth, they're kochkaben. There are stars that are much bigger than the moon and even much bigger than the sun. Lots of stars that are much bigger than the moon and much bigger than the sun. Um, the Mithra Rebbe brings this. So that's, that's the size of lots of stars. They look cute. They look sweet, but they're twinkling here. Moon's not twinkling. Sun's not twinkling. The stars are twinkling. That's because they're far away. And they're powerful. And some of them are huge, giant, bigger than the sun. The difference is the sun and the moon are close, so they look big. And the stars are far, so they look small. What is this? That means that the stars are machik, makif, harachak. The stars are a far away and external surrounding energy that's very far away. It's there. You know about it. You feel it. You sense it. You see it. The stars at night are a big feature of our lives. All through history, people are into stars, the stars. Twinkle, twinkle, little stars. Stars are a big part of our life. We think about them a lot. It's not an incidental thing. Like, oh, did you ever, you ever notice there are stars? Uh, yeah. Oh, it's stars. What are stars? Not like some species of little plant that gets stuck in the grass that you never even knew existed. Stars are a big thing. So... And they they express in them, they have in them the energy of makif harachik. It's the very, it's, you know about it. You feel it. You experience it. You can't put your hands on it, and it's very far away. But you, it's very much part of your life. But you can't touch it. And it is in a way of nukuda, of a dot. Every little dot, twinkling star. Dot, twinkling, but it's very far, very far, very powerful, and very machistic, very out there, not really accessible. Nobody's planning for Hanukkah to take an extremely expensive trip to one of the stars, not yet. You know, go, you know, where are you, go, oh, where are you going to Pesach? Yeah, I was going to one of the stars. Very far. So what's the Indian of Schach, of the Sukkah? The Schach of the Sukkah is Hamshachat Ha'anam. The Schach of the Sukkah is pulling down the cloud. Remember, this cloud in the Kedish Kavashim. The Yom Kippur, on Yom Kippur, the cloud goes up. Our tshuva goes up. There's a cloud. And we it makes himself accessible to us in the cloud. We're visible, so to speak, in the cloud. Chagasukha, so on Yom Kippur Allah, Yom Kippur is lifting it all up. And Chagasukha, Yom Shacha, 
Sukkot is pulling it all down. Through what? Through the schach of the Sukkot. And then on Shachabatimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
why can't we, why don't we sleep in the sukkah? Many community, you know, Chabad does not sleep in the sukkah. How can you fall asleep in Makif and Dabina? It's such a powerful place. It's such a spiritually powerful place, Makif and Dabina. Who could sleep? Who could anything? In this place of Makif and Dabina. So if that's the case, then, excuse me. Sorry, if that's the case, then what? It's the place of Makif and Dabina. Incredible revelations in Bina. Bina, all of the details of the world are fleshed out. You can kind of, you know, you could say maybe that Makitam de Bina is that level where you can really look at life and pull apart all the details and look at it in all of its ramifications and details and all of that and look at it and experience Hashem. Instead of being distracted by the physical world, the, the, Brought closer to Hashem in much, when looking at the physical world with all of its details. The only thing is, that tool that you have to be able to it, do that is kind of very far away. That's sitting in the sukkah. Makif in Divina. That's a powerful place. The only thing is, it's so powerful that it might just blow you away. Blow us away. And so, there has to be, rather than just Lots of sun in the sukkah, more shade. We have to have that concealed covering in the sukkah, covering over such a revelation, because this sukkah is going to transform us and transform the entire world to a place where we are all going to sit in one sukkah together and we will all experience, we will all experience the hug of Hashem, the embrace of Hashem, all of us, and all want it. So there it is. And therefore, that cover, the shade, is the thing that actually makes the whole incredible process happen. Because it covers just enough, not too much, not too little, makes us be able to take in all of that revelation that's sitting ready for us to activate us. So, Rihi in this year when we have a lot of shade stuff, <laughs> a lot of, we have a lot of, not a lot of sunny things going on in the political world these days, but a lot of shady things going on, right? So here we are sitting in this big world sukkah, and there's a lot of shady stuff going on. And it's scary. So what do we do about it? But then it turns out that the shade is what makes this, the revelation of the sun be just the way we need it, custom designed to in the filler. So maybe we don't have to be as afraid of all the craziness in the world as we thought because it's sent by Hashem to just cover up the revelation. It's kind of like behind the door, it turns out, well, Mashiach is coming at lightning speed, but we don't know because there's a little covering. That shade of darkness, of craziness in the world, kind of covering it up. So we don't realize how seamlessly Mashiach is just exploding into the world and in our life. And how our hashpa, our influence in the world, is so seamlessly permeating the world. We don't even see it because it's a little bit covered over with the shade in this giant sukkah. So we say to Hashem, we're ready for the deepest of the deep revelation to empower us to be able to step into the third base and dance with the joy of the Gula Mitis Vashlema. It should be immediately now, Gu'ula now, Mashiach now, 
in this sukkah on sukkah right here right now. Good night, everybody.